Oh my goodness, I just looked at the calendar and we are just days away from flipping the page to the month of March. And I'm ready for that, but I've got some good news along the front of spring. (laughs) I will tell you about that in just a second. This is y'all talk with a Southern accent and I am Mr. Warmth, John Rawl. I wish it was a little bit warmer in some places in the South, but I, I mean that because of my personality. At least I try to be a warm Southerner here on the All Southern Program. On this Wednesday edition of the Y'all Show, in just a few minutes, we'll be joined by ACC insider Jonathan Leifite. He's with the website 247sports.com and CBS Sports Digital. And we'll get Jonathan's take on all things ACC basketball as... Right now, we do not have an ACC, and we also don't have an SEC team, atop the college basketball rankings. Oh my gosh, OMG. We'll get Jonathan's take on all that when he joins us a little later this hour. We're also going to talk to Jonathan about college baseball, as the ACC has some really good teams in that particular sport. We'll discuss that. And then, later this hour, we'll hear Davo Sweeney speaking before the South Carolina State Legislature. He was in Columbia on Tuesday, and he was being recognized along with the entire Clemson football team for their great achievement of winning the 2018 National Championship. And they were on the steps of the State House in Columbia just blocks away from the campus of their arch rival, the South Carolina Gamecocks. And it was all orange and Northwestern purple in Columbia on Tuesday as the Tigers were honored. And Dabo got to speak before the entire combined House and Senate of South Carolina state government. And we'll hear a portion of that in this hour. And also, I'll tell you a little bit about the great sign that's going to be on interstates as you enter South Carolina this year. Look for that on the y'all show we'll tell you all about it when we get to hour two we have hashtag hullabaloo set to come your way at the start of hour two always fun stuff and i found some great gifs out there that i'm going to relay to you when we have that at the start of hour two and then we'll also be joined in hour two by precious harris of the nashville music line we gave her a couple of days off last week we didn't hear her sweet southern voice on last week we gave her a much deserved break after she worked hard the week prior to that at the country radio seminar but the mouth of the south and the mouth of the south of the greatest laugh in the south is going to be joining me an hour or two for a complete report on what's going on in nashville tennessee i'm going to ask precious about the sudden death this week of todd Millsap. that is ronnie Millsap's son he was found dead a couple of days ago i'll find out what she knows about that developing story and all the other happenings of music city usa all that to come when we have precious in the nashville music line reach out and touch us here at the y'all show so easy to do our number is 803-816-1170 the world wide web has us at yall.com that is the easiest way for you to reach us here on the y'all show and our twitter account is at y'all show and you can also find us on instagram at that same address at y'all show making it easy for you here on the all southern program programming note tomorrow on the y'all show show we will continue our crs tapes feature where we have some interviews in the can that we did a couple of weeks ago in nashville at the country radio seminar and on thursday y'all it's the highly anticipated interview that i did with john schneider of the dukes of hazard as we celebrate this year the 40th anniversary of the dukes of hazard premiering on cbs And John Schneider, we caught up with him, 
got a great interview. We're going to talk about the Dukes of Hazard. We'll talk about John Schneider's incredible music career. Yes, he had a bunch of hits. I think four number one hits in country radio back in the 1980s. We'll talk about what he's got going on now, and we'll find out why you don't see the Dukes of Hazard on televisions as much as you would think for this hit series. And you have all these other series appearing on television. Why is the Dukes of Hazard hard to find? And John has the answer that some of you might guess when we talk to him on Thursdays, y'all. So that is a preview of what's to come. So you don't want to miss the All Southern Show broadcasting on great radio stations across Dixie. Well, across Dixie, most of the South is still recovering from several days of wet weather, flooding. We had tornadic activity in a couple of states. We had some deaths as a result of the weather in a couple of states. And right now, the Mississippi River continues to be on the rise. We already knew about the Tennessee River reaching levels people have not seen in their lifetime in a lot of the Tennessee Valley and North Alabama and East Tennessee, West Tennessee as well into Kentucky. And now the Mississippi River is flowing and it's rising very rapidly and it may not be quite the same level as the ohio river but the national weather service has issued flood warnings for cape Girardeau, missouri and also in southern illinois there's warnings about flooding flooding is expected to begin this evening at cape Girardeau, and as it moves down river flooding will be even bigger new madrid missouri is seeing some minor flooding already as the mississippi river which runs right by new madrid is on the rise in flooding crop fields The river is expected to crest Sunday at 43.5 feet, which is near major flood stage level. Already, the Carothersville, Missouri Police Department says to use caution on Highway 84 between Carothersville and Haytay, Missouri, as the rising Mississippi River has forced the deer into areas along the highway. And it does reach, if it does reach that high, it'll tie for the sixth highest crest on record there in the boot hill of Missouri which also would affect Tennessee and all the states going downward, the Mississippi, including Arkansas, Mississippi, Louisiana. Please, please be on the lookout, as we have been telling you about the Tennessee River, the Ohio River, but now the Mississippi River expected to hit 43.5 feet in Cape Girardeau and in other spots down Old Man River. Please, please use caution if you'll be in that area of the South. That developing story from North Carolina's congressional race for the ninth congressional seat in North Carolina, an undecided seat, the soap opera got a little bit more soapy on Tuesday as the incumbent there, the Republican candidate, who had a narrow lead in this congressional race but had that lead thrown out because of suspicious ballot fraud, he announced Tuesday that he will not run in the newly ordered do-over election, saying he needs surgery later this month. So Mark Harris is going to withdraw, and this candidate has been hobbled by links to alleged ballot fraud. But because he's getting out of the race, it may actually help Republicans hold on to this important seat in North Carolina. Harris announced his decision in a statement that focused on his health problems. He did not mention the alleged ballot fraud scandal. And he's led Democrat Dan McCready by just 905 votes after November's election. But the outcome was never certified. And election officials in North Carolina grew concerned about reports that an operative working for Harris was illegally tampering with absentee ballots. So I I don't know who's going to step up now and possibly run. There's a report that one GOP guy, former state senator Tommy Tucker of Union County, North Carolina, 
may be in the running, but we'll see what happens there as that seat still remains vacant in Congress for North Carolina's 9th Congressional District. But the guy that had the lead is bowing out of this do-over election, which is coming up soon. Dateline, Kansas City, Missouri, and Paseo Boulevard and portions of KC are going to be renamed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. And this marks the first time this huge city has had some kind of highway named after the civil rights leader. And Kansas City had kind of been targeted for a long time by the Southern Christian Leadership Conference and other civil rights organizations for not having any kind of road named after it. And now Paseo Boulevard is going to be renamed a 10-mile portion of it that will be named Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. I find that hard to believe that they didn't have something named in at least Kansas City, Missouri. They already may have something in Kansas City, Kansas. I don't know all the roads in those two twin cities but i do find it odd because golly after traveling all over the south and even going all the way to arizona and colorado in recent months just about every town you come to has something named martin luther king jr boulevard now the crazy thing is is how each community names it it's a lot to put down on any kind of address i I feel sorry for people who have that address just simply because it takes a lot of penmanship to write out martin luther king jr and then if it's a street or boulevard and then some places put the doctor in front of it some places put the the reverend i don't know of any place that puts reverend doctor but i bet you there's somebody out there that calls it that does the post office let it slide if you just send an address at mlk street or mlk boulevard i would hope so I think most people know what MLK stands for, but in Kansas City, Missouri, Paseo Boulevard, a 10-mile stretch of it now renamed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard there in Kansas City, Missouri. Jacksonville, Florida, a female zookeeper at the Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens was seriously injured when a rhinoceros struck her. The executive director of the Jacksonville Zoo, Tony Vecchio, says the zookeeper was hurt by the rhino's horn during a routine training session on Tuesday morning. And the fire and rescue department at Jacksonville says the woman was taken to the hospital with serious injuries. And we aren't immediately sure of what happened. But the rhino, a 50-year-old rhino named Archie, remained in his enclosure the entire time and the public was never in danger zookeepers conduct routine training with the animals to prepare them for medical exams a full investigation is underway we hope for the best for the zookeeper there in jacksonville florida injured when the rhino named archie attacked her on tuesday well we've told you here in recent weeks about how two newspapers the houston chronicle and the san antonio express news did this big investigative piece on the southern baptist convention and they found hundreds of cases of sexual abuse that have gone on in the southern baptist church for decades well now the southern baptist church officials from it in nashville have cleared seven churches accused of covering up sexual abuse just days after a top leader called for the greater scrutiny following this newspaper investigation that uncovered rampant sexual misconduct. And the convention has been working with the group. They announced only three churches should be at risk of losing membership over their handling of allegations of sexual abuse. The convention's president, J.D. Greer, announced last week that the denomination should kick out churches that show, quote, wanton disregard for sexual abuse. It also shows clashes within the church over how to respond to hundreds of sexual abuse cases that were brought to light. 
by these two Texas newspapers in January. Greer didn't respond to a comment after asked about this latest case of the Southern Baptist Church uh, and mishandling abuse cases within the church. A delegate in Maryland's House of Representatives is being reprimanded over a racial slur that she uttered, and she's now been removed from a leadership position after using this racial slur for black people. And the Speaker of the House in Maryland, Michael Bush, announced yesterday that he's removed Delegate Mary Ann Lasani as chair of a subcommittee. Lasani, who's a Democrat, told reporters she would issue a statement later in the day. She's apologized to the House Democratic Caucus after she apologized to the state's Legislative Black Caucus on Monday. The Speaker says Lasani also has agreed to take sensitivity training the washington post reported monday that lasagna allegedly used the slur to refer to the prince george's county during an after hours gathering at an annapolis cigar bar she told the post earlier this month that she didn't recall using the slur but was sure everyone has used it but now she's in a little hot water although no one's threatening to throw her out of the legislature there in annapolis mary ann lasagna in trouble over a racial slur again and she's a democrat in case anybody's keeping score at home Green Book was a big winner at Sunday's Oscar Awards in Hollywood. And now this movie, which has been a great success, it has some connection to to the South. It was filmed around New Orleans and in Louisiana. And also Alabama had a presence in this Oscar hit. As if you were up, you saw the award. If you saw it on Sunday evening, you saw Alabama native Octavia Spencer on stage alongside the film's cast and crew. As the producers and crew made their acceptance speeches, speeches, Spencer served as executive producer on this Best Picture winner, Green Book, which tells the story of a working-class Italian-American bouncer who becomes the driver of a black classical pianist on tour of venues through the 1960s American South. The film's director, Peter Fairley, gave a special shout-out to Spencer during his final list of thank yous in this Alabama native and her role there in Green Book. Haven't had a chance to see that. I don't know if it was quite the box office success that maybe it could have been, but now that it's won Oscars, I, I think you might see that thing have a whole nother life when it comes to downloading it on Netflix and other devices, as well as, I guess, that's how people, Redbox perhaps might have it out there. But Green Book, certainly a historical film based on that book that came out during the segregation days that told blacks where were friendly places for them to go eat and or stay at a hotel pretty interesting concept for a movie and an oscar winning movie at that now in baton rouge louisiana three lsu students have been charged with stealing a john deere vehicle from lsu's locker room Louisiana State University police say these three men stole a utility vehicle from the football locker room and took it for an early morning drunken joyride. Citing an arrest report, the Baton Rouge Advocate report security video from early Sunday showed the three men driving the vehicle on campus. When stopped, the, the three amigos refused to tell police where they got the vehicle, but it had an LSU property tag and markings confirming it belonged to football equipment staff. And the Gator XUV is valued at more than $10,000. After agreeing to a fuel sobriety test, 21-year-old Daryl Lally was charged with driving while intoxicated. And he also had two other of his friends charged with the theft of a motor vehicle. 
It's unclear whether they have lawyers and whether they're enrolled at LSU, but these three, a, a joyride gone wrong. When you're going to steal something on the LSU campus, you probably don't want to steal something that's got property of LSU on it. That's just, just a pretty good advice. Of course, the best advice is just don't steal anything, no matter where you are, LSU or not. A church sign in northwest Arkansas has people talking about it, and it brings to mind a very interesting conversation. This church sign says, heaven has strict laws, hell has open borders. And uh, it's getting quite quite a stir there in northwest Arkansas if you drive by and see that. I don't have an exact town, so I don't follow my directions on where to see it in person. Just, just trust me on this one, y'all. A man was beaten by deputies after and, and got a $83,000 settlement for that in Wake County, North Carolina, where Raleigh is. So he received a settlement, and the very next day, sadly, he was found dead of a suspected drug overdose. Two North Carolina state troopers and a Wake County, North Carolina sheriff's deputy were accused of using excessive force against Hinton last April after responding to 911 calls about a man acting erratically. Hinton was then bitten by the deputy's dog, Three North Carolina state troopers were fired and criminally charged while the sheriff's deputy was charged and placed on leave. But then again, after he got that settlement of $83,000, he died of a drug overdose the very next day. Hey, here's a Texan that's doing well, and she also just happens to be a first child. Jenna Bush Hager is going to be a new co-host in the final hour of NBC's Today Show. Of course, she's been on the staff of the Today Show for several years, but this University of Texas alum, well, she better get her wine glass ready because NBC appointed her as the co-host in the fourth hour with Hoda Kotb, who got her start in television in Greenwood and Greenville, Mississippi. And Jenna Bush Hager is going to replace Kathy Lee Gifford. I guess you got to have three names to have this role. Kathy Lee Gifford and now Jenna Bush Hager. But Hager is going to replace Kathy Lee in the role that uh, Kathy Lee's held for many years. She'll start that role in April. Cotby and Gifford were successful pioneers in expanding today to that extra hour with an irreverent hour where glasses of wine were often kept close by. Of course, she's the daughter of former President George W. Bush. And she's been on the Today Show in various roles for more than a decade. So you'll see her if you like her. She's she's done pretty good on television. What's amazing to me is that Jenna Bush Hager is so out in the open on the Today Show and is a celebrity, while her twin sister, Barbara, has essentially fallen off the radar. I, I think she's actually a little liberal, but you'd think that she'd be a little bit more visible. She was a first child, just like Jenna Bush Hager was. But Barbara, the, the sister, you, you don't really hear much about her for for some unexplained reason. But I guess that's her choice. She she could go find somebody to interview her anytime. Hey, Barbara, how about come on the Y'all Show, why don't you? In Virginia, in Arlington County, dog owners could soon buy lifetime licenses for their pooches or kittens, too. As you actually have to have a license there right now for your four-legged friends. Currently, the county there sells one-year or three-year licenses for Arlington's furriest residents, but this new proposal, advanced by the county board last week, creates a one-time $30 fee for a lifetime license for local dogs. If adopted later this year, this new license structure would take effect on July 1st 
Any dog owners whose pets are already licensed wouldn't need to pay for the new license right away. However, but the county would only sell lifetime licenses after that date. So I, this is all new news to me. I had never heard that you'd have to have a license to have a pet. But I guess in an area like Arlington County, Virginia, and in, in Arlington, Virginia, specifically, there's so many people living there that I guess they want to keep track of who all these canine Americans and feline Americans are. And they have licenses there. Maybe not such a bad idea. Well, for goodness sakes, I hope the folks in Arlington never have licenses for this next subject. As a Florida woman has discovered a snake inside her dryer. And she says she never ran so fast in my life. And I do not blame her. And this happened to Amanda Wise, who was very wise to run. In fact, she put a Facebook post out. The first word she used in her explanation of what happened, (laughs) y'all. And hopefully she didn't use any expletives here. I will read it from Amanda Wise from Florida. Y'all, I about had a near-death experience this morning. I made my coffee and headed out to the garage to fold laundry from the dryer. Almost done. I bent down to grab the rest out and bam, a MF snake. I don't think that's the snake's initials. That was, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. If there's one thing I'm terrified of other than flying, it's snakes. I have never ran so fast in my life. My heart was racing. My legs were shaking and I burst into a sweat. Shout out to my husband, the snake tamer, for getting him out of the dryer safely and outside where he belongs. Our husband, a snake tamer. Now, that's the kind of hubby you might want to marry if you're looking for safety when it comes to snakes. The lady told the local affiliate in Florida, Fox 13, that she realized the dryer vent cover on the side of the home in Safety Harbor, Florida, had fallen off. And the couple believes that's how the snake made its way into the appliance. So if you got a dryer vent cover missing on your home, you just might want to go put something on it so you don't have Mr. No Legs crawl in and and look at your your dirty clothes. And I'm looking at the snake. The story that I'm reading doesn't have the type, but it looks like a coral snake. It's a big snake, too. Thank goodness that Amanda there in Florida did not get hurt. Are, are worse in in the sunshine state Woo, that's a scary looking snake and that's the last thing you want to see when you reach in to get your dirty well i guess it would be clean if they're in the dryer your nice hot clean drawers your skivvies out and there's a snake ready to attack <laughs> all right we got to move on from the story i'll tell you who's ready to attack us with great information on the atlantic coast conference it's jonathan lifeite and he's coming our way after the break he's gonna get us he's gonna get us like that snake in florida but it's all gonna be good y'all this is the y'all show stay with us talk with a southern accent that's what we do each and every day it's coming you know what to do Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. 
Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Hokey, hokey, hokey high. The fight song there from Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University. Well, you can just call them Virginia Tech and the Hokies with a big win Tuesday night against the number three Duke Blue Devils. Duke falls to Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, 77 to 72. Welcome back. This is the ACC Spotlight, and I'm John Rawl. Good to have you back here as we talk about little ACC hoops and other news and notes from the Atlantic Coast Conference. Jonathan Leifite was scheduled to join us. We have not heard from him during the break, so I'm going to go solo. If Mr. Leifite indeed calls in, we'll bring him on live and in person, at least via telephone, on the Y'all Show. Always love to talk to Jonathan, but uh, maybe he's got something breaking he's covering. Maybe he's covering the big win over Duke for Virginia Tech. But we will tell you about other scores from Tuesday night. Wake Forest had a nail-biter against the Miami Hurricanes. They got a win, 76-75. to Coming up tonight in ACC basketball, the Virginia Cavaliers host the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in Charlottesville at John Paul Jones Arena. Clemson's on the road at Pitt. Louisville travels to Boston to take on the Eagles at Chestnut Hills Silvio Conte Forum. That's your ACC lineup for this evening. Now, one reason Duke may have been defeated in Blacksburg on Tuesday night was the fact that Zion Williamson still hurting from that knee injury. There is no timetable for Williamson's return, according to Coach Krzyzewski of the Duke Blue Devils. It will be Williamson's second missed game when he faced off against Virginia Tech as he suffered a grade one sprain of his right knee in that loss to North Carolina last week. Now, Williamson is the projected number one overall NBA draft pick. He is making progress, according to Coach K., and this progress includes a four-step recovery schedule that the school uses for knee injuries, but they're being cautious not to put a timetable on his return. So Zion Williamson for the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, not sure if he's going to be in action this weekend. If we take a quick look at what's coming up in the ACC this weekend, Duke has Miami at Cameron Indoor Stadium on Saturday afternoon. So probably not a major game that they have to rush him back for. Other games in the ACC on Saturday, NC State is at Florida State. Syracuse travels to Lawrence Joel Coliseum in Winston-Salem to take on the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. Pitt will be taking on UVA. And North Carolina is at Little John to take on the Clemson Tigers. That is your Saturday lineup in ACC basketball. Looking at your latest AP poll from an ACC perspective, because Duke lost last week, they dropped down to number three. They're going to fall even more on next week's poll. But Virginia moved up one to number two. Gonzaga is the number one team in college basketball right now. North Carolina is ranked fifth in the AP poll that's out this week. Other ACC programs represented 
in the top 25. You've got Florida State checking in at number 18, and Virginia Tech was at 20 entering this week. I would have to guess they will be moving up in a big way before next week's poll comes out, but still not number one in the conference or in the country right now for Duke or Virginia, but Virginia nipping at the heels of Gonzaga and the ACC with two of the top three teams as of this report. But again, Duke will likely slide down. North Carolina will likely move up or stay pretty much the same entering next week's polling. We had college baseball's second week of action take place last week, and we can report now on the Y'all Show some of the current standings and current record for ACC representatives in college baseball. The North Carolina Tar Heels lead the Coastal Division. They are 8-0 overall, still no conference play between these teams, but Virginia Tech is still perfect too. The Hokies are 7-0 on college baseball. Duke is 7-1, Miami 5-2, and then there are several teams that are right around 500. Georgia Tech 4-3, UVA and Pitt are 500 apiece with their performance on the diamond. On the Atlantic side of the ACC's college baseball play, NC State and Florida State are both perfect. The Wolfpack 7-0. The Knowles are 7-0. Clemson has one loss on the season. They had VMI in Clemson for a weekend series this past weekend. Clemson is 7-1 overall. Boston College is 4-2 in college baseball. Dan McDonald's Louisville Cardinals are 5-3. Not exactly the kind of start that Coach McDonald wants for his team that's been a fixture in college baseball's postseason in the last five or six years. Wake Forest is 4-4. Four and four, and Notre Dame is 2-5 and five in college baseball play right now. Now talking a little ACC football, former Clemson safety Jadar Johnson, who played on the Tigers' 2016 National Championship team, has received three years probation after he pled guilty for his role in an apartment break-in last March. Johnson, as well as former Clemson running back C.J. Fuller and an ex-Duke player named Quaven Ferguson, were charged with armed robbery and weapons possession. According to the Pickens County, South Carolina court records, the 23-year-old Johnson pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of common law robbery and was sentenced under the Youthful Offender Act, and his six-year sentence was suspended to three as long as he does not violate probation. Ferguson who is 22 years old, also received three years of probation after his guilty plea. But to have two former Clemson players, C.J. Fuller and also Jadar Johnson, in trouble for an apartment break-in isn't exactly the kind of news, positive-wise, that you want coming out of Death Valley in South Carolina. Now, we do have some positive Clemson football news to tell you about. But we're going to save that until the next segment here on the Y'all Show. And, hey, if you're a Tiger fan, you're going to love what we've got to play for you coming up in the next segment. But before we get to that point, let's tell you about Georgia Tech. The Yellow Jackets announced Tuesday that they're going to take their show on the road at least once a year. Uh, They're going to only go about a mile down the road. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are going to start a new series at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta where they'll play at least one game in each season over the next five years starting next year. In 2020, on November 14th of 2020 to be exact, Georgia Tech and Notre Dame will face off against each other in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. In 2021, they don't have an opponent announced yet, but they will play a game in 2021 there against somebody. When 2022 rolls around on Labor Day weekend, An ACC opening game, a season opening game for Georgia Tech that year will be 
the Chick-fil-A kickoff game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and the Jackets will have a conference game against their cross-divisional opponent and rival, the Clemson Tigers. So that's for 2022. Also in 2023, there's still no opponent announced for Georgia Tech in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but they'll play there in 2023. And then the final year on this contract that was released on Tuesday in 2024, the Jackets and Notre Dame will get together once again on October the October 19th of 2024. Georgia Tech and Notre Dame will face off for the second time at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Now, good news, if you're a Georgia Tech season ticket holder, these offers for games at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, your ticket for games that would have been played at Bobby Dodd Stadium, the game at Mercedes is included in your season ticket package. I don't know about where you'll be seated in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but it's it's going to be a big recruiting coup for Georgia Tech to play these games at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It is an impressive impressive piece of property and to be only one mile from the campus and to get opponents like notre dame and clemson to come play you there i know bobby dodd stadium is special it's right there just down from tech tower on the georgia tech campus off north avenue and of course it's great to play on campus but georgia tech they got this new coach jeff collins who grew up in the atlanta area he is trying to shake things up i'm not saying this schedule and having games in Mercedes-Benz Stadium are totally his idea, but he certainly had to sign off on it. And it's going to help set Georgia Tech apart from really any other program in the state of Georgia to be able to have home games at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So again, 2020's game will be against Notre Dame. 2022, Clemson and the other years, for the most part, still haven't figured out who they're going to play inside the bins. But what a great job for Georgia Tech. Of course, they've already played one game. In fact, it was the very first real game played in football, in the sport of football, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium when Georgia Tech and Tennessee, the Vols and Tech, went to overtime at the start of the 2017 football season. Unfortunately for Georgia Tech, they lost that game that they probably should have won. They missed a chip shot field goal to win that game, and they lost to the Vols there in 2017. But 0-1, but they want to change that when 2020 rolls around and they face the Irish in that kind of crazy setup the ACC has with Notre Dame, Georgia Tech and Notre Dame. Remember, these two teams have a history. All you got to do is see the movie Rudy, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And finally, speaking of Georgia Tech, there is an article up right now on ESPN.com. Go to the college football section, and you'll see a story titled, The South Stands at Armageddon. Breaking the Sugar Bowl Color Barrier. It's about the first black player to ever play in the Sugar Bowl. It was a player from the Pitt Panthers, and he got to play in the Sugar Bowl against Georgia Tech. Now, Georgia Tech, just like every other Southern program, essentially, was not allowed to play integrated teams back in the 1950s. And so whenever an offer came for them to play Pitt, the governor of Georgia decided that no way would that team play in New Orleans against an integrated football team of the Pitt Panthers. And so Georgia Tech students protested. They said, we want to go to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, we, we don't want to play a, an integrated team, but we, we want to go to the Sugar Bowl. And so in the 1956 Sugar Bowl, indeed, Pitt and Georgia Tech faced off against each other. And that was a, a great story you can go find right now on the website ESPN.com and 
you can read all about the plight of Bobby Greer, who was a fullback and defensive back for the Pitt Panthers in the mid-1950s, and he was a black player that ended up playing in the Sugar Bowl against a mighty Georgia Tech team, at that time a member of the Southeastern Conference. And they did face off in the 1956 Sugar Bowl. And just a pretty cool story here as we have Black History Month going on right now. Pretty interesting and in some cases, maybe you don't know about how things were in those days when it came to segregation. And I'm telling you, just about every Southern team was forbidden or just chose not to have any games against integrated teams. And it cost some teams a chance to go to the postseason. I know it cost some basketball teams a chance at the postseason, even teams that won the SEC championship. I'm talking about Mississippi State, for example. They actually slipped out of the state one time to go off and play Loyola of Chicago in a game in the NCAA tournament because they were forbidden to play them, but they went and played them anyway. So if you want to read this story again, it's on ESPN.com and gives you a little bit of the history of the South when it comes to segregation and the sport of college football and maybe a little college basketball info from here too. When we come back on the ACC Spotlight of the Y'all Show, we will tell you about Dabo Sweeney. He was in, not Clemson, South Carolina Tuesday. He was in Columbia, South Carolina, the home of the Fighting Gamecocks. But on Tuesday, it was Clemson Day in Columbia, South Carolina. And we'll tell you what Dabo Sweeney said before the South Carolina State House and the legislature there when we come back on the Y'all Show. And caller number nine for one million dollars. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number ten. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. User get up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. It's the Y'all Show, back with you here in our ACC Spotlight, and that the fight song of the Clemson Tigers, the 2018 National Champions. And on Tuesday, Clemson got to spike the ball in the end zone of South Carolina's capital city as they traveled to Columbia and had Clemson Day at the State House in Columbia, South Carolina. Dabo Sweeney brought along two of his players, and the Tiger, the mascot, for Clemson was in attendance, and for the second time in three years now, Clemson celebrated before all of the state legislators as they are the national champs of all of college football, and they got out in front of the state capitol 
unveiled a new fancy road sign that's going to be at all the interstates around South Carolina. When you cross into the Palmetto State, you'll be greeted by signs that say, Clemson University College Football National Champions 1981-2016, and in a bigger font, 2018. Clemson now with their third national championship. They've got a big old sign that's going to be going around all of South Carolina's entry points when you travel to the South Carolina border you'll see this and if you're a clemson fan you'll smile and if you hate clemson you will cry (laughs) but clemson again you can't deny they dominated college football and Dabo sweeney dominated the day in front of all the legislators in columbia let's go listen to the coach as he put on his political hat for at least a few minutes in columbia south carolina mr speaker mr president ladies and gentlemen of the general assembly here and some of my fellow South Carolinians and Clemsononians, uh, it's an honor to, to be here with you today. And uh, it's truly an honor to be uh, in your presence once again. Uh, but I just want to say thank you for this day and the opportunity uh, that we have to come back together. I want to say thank you for the recognition. Uh, it's, kill, it's still kind of surreal to me uh, that I'm here uh, first of all, that I've had the opportunity to do this once, but to have the opportunity to to be in front of you again is really a privilege and uh, just a great honor and something that I I, uh, I do deeply appreciate. Uh, I know y'all's time is incredibly valuable, and uh, but I also want to thank you for uh, your investment in in the Clemson University and and to all the universities uh, in this great state that we live in and. Uh, and just the opportunities that y'all provide for young people uh, all throughout the state of South Carolina. Uh, I want to say thank you for that uh, deeply. And uh, it's, uh, it's an honor again to once again be here representing Clemson and our football team. And uh, from our football team today alongside with, with me, uh, Garrett Williams is going to be here a little bit later. But uh, from Spartanburg, South Carolina, uh, the three-time 100-meter, 200-meter state champ and, and a two-time national champ, and a uh, three-time ACC champ is uh, one of the best this state has ever produced, and that is from Spartanburg uh, High, Tavian Feaster, uh, right here. Just, uh, just an incredible uh, young man. Going to graduate in December, and uh, he's, he's, he's poised to have another great year, and we'll have an opportunity to play some football after Clemson, uh, without a doubt, if the good Lord keeps him healthy. But uh, he'll be a graduate. And uh, I always tell people that you know these are student athletes, and the, the student part is the financial security for the rest of your life. The athlete part is just those, those extra skills that kind of help you uh, compete a little bit better and separate yourself from the pack, if you will. So uh, Tavian is a great representative of that. And then also uh, a special guest and, and really cool for me uh, uh, is uh, my oldest son and uh, will be a junior on our team and, and is a receiver and our starting holder and um, uh, made a 4.0 this spring. Uh, he's... Uh, oh. Yeah. 
definitely took after his mama, uh, but uh, he's, uh, he is uh, uh, South Carolina educated, and uh, he, he's gone to kindergarten, preschool and kindergarten and elementary and middle school and high school, and uh, now he's going to be a junior at Clemson uh, next year. So really cool for me to have uh, my son, Will Sweeney, uh, here with us today as well. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to be brief, but, but uh, you know, it's very often, very seldom you get an opportunity like this, and I hope I get many, many more, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but, um, you know, again, it's just, it, for me, it's a privilege to be able to stand up here and represent Clemson University, our football team, Dan Radakovich, our board, President Clements. Uh, it, it's just, it's an honor. And I always tell people, you know, it's, um, we're, we're not the house. I tell my players that all the time, too. We're not the house, right? Clemson University is the house, but we're kind of the front porch. We're that front yard, and curb appeal matters. You know anything about real estate? Man, if it don't look good on the front porch and the curb appeal, and man, a lot of times they ain't going to stop. And so I do realize the importance of Clemson football to Clemson University. And we take great pride in trying to perform our role and, uh, and, and hopefully uh, build our brand where people want to come to this state and people want to come to check out Clemson. And uh, so it's just an honor to have the opportunity to represent uh, all the great people involved in this wonderful university. What a, what a special year. Uh, that's really kind of an understatement. And uh, you all have heard me say many times that, the fun is in the winning, and I tell that to our players all the time because the fun is in the winning. But to me, the most important thing is how you win. I think that's, that's really the legacy that matters more than anything. Uh, yes, it's fun to win, but I think how you win is what matters. And, uh, you know, this team, yes, on the field, 15-0, and 0, the first team in the history of college football to uh, and modern-day football to, to do that. And not only did they do it, man, they did it in an unbelievably dominant fashion. They won 13 out of 15 games by 20-plus, 20 20-plus, 20 uh, including beating Alabama by four touchdowns. That just, I, don't, I don't know when that's happened. Clemson head football coach Dabo Sweeney in front of the South Carolina legislature on Tuesday as they had Clemson Day at the Statehouse in honor of Clemson's 2018 National Championship team. Congrats, Tiger fans. When we come back in Hour 2 of the Y'all Show, we've got Hashtag Hullabaloo and Precious Harris will be direct from Music Row in Nashville with the Nashville Music Line. All that ahead on Y'all. Don't leave your spot. We'll be right back. Keeps coming. You know what to do. 
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh, sh- Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video streams set up to 480p+. Music it up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. The second hour of this Wednesday, y'all, is on the air. Welcome back. I'm John Rawl, and we are glad that you have tuned in, y'all. Y apostrophe A-L-L. And on this little show we do each and every day about the South, we cover sports. We just heard Jonathan Lifehite in the previous hour giving us the ACC perspectives on all things college basketball and college football. We also cover news, politics. We've got an opinion from time to time we throw out your way. We have history. We have so much right here on the Y'all Show. And we've got music featured in a big way. In fact, in just a few minutes, the mouth of Music City will be joining us. Precious Harris, and she's got the Nashville Music Line. No telling what kind of stuff she's got up her, her short sleeve today, but we can't wait to hear from Precious in our in just a few minutes here in hour two of the Y'all Show as we have our music report direct from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. If you want to reach us here on the show, our number is 803-816-1170, 803-816-1170. Text or call any old time you feel like it. You also can go to our website, y'all.com, 
and check out the archives of this show. We're pushing close to 200 episodes now of the all-Southern program we do call Y'all. So go back and listen to any of our past shows, listen to today's show, go into Apple iTunes Podcast, and you can download the show free of charge there. It's the little purple icon if you have an iPhone or if you have an iPad. Look for the purple podcast, click on it, look for Y'all Show, and hit subscribe. We would appreciate the follow. And every day when we put out the Y'all Show to the audiences around the world, you will get the Y'all Show delivered right to you. So much fun, so easy for you to join us here on the Y'all Show. Here on the Y'all Show, we're about to have hashtag hullabaloo, but I have just got to throw out, if you are listening to me right now and you're like, that John Rawl guy, man, he sounds excited today, especially here in the second hour. Well, of course I'm excited because it's always great to do the Y'all Show. It's also exciting when you know Precious Harris is queued up and coming at you in a few minutes. But friends... Every year about this time, I have kind of a game, and I encourage you to play it too if you haven't already ended your game for 2019. And that game that I play by myself is where and when will I see the first flowering bush or tree of the new year? And it happened to me yesterday. I'm so excited. Now, most of the Southeast had incredible rain awful weather the last week but a large portion of dixie on monday and tuesday had beautiful sunshine and much needed sunshine and i saw my first tree i'm assuming it might have been a china berry tree i'm no arborist but it looked like it was maybe uh maybe a cherry blossom or something i don't know don't don't ask me i know what a pine tree looks like i know what a magnolia looks like but all the other flowery trees, I, I'm not very smart on that kind of stuff. Sorry, I didn't go to Auburn, Mississippi State, Clemson, NC State, and Tennessee, all the ag schools of the Southeast, Texas A&M. Didn't go to those schools. Kentucky, you're an ag school. Didn't go there. Georgia didn't go there. You get my drift. But I was so excited when I saw this. And, and really, right after that, I saw a couple more blooming trees as I drove around the highways and byways of Dixie. In this case, I was in Lamar, Mississippi. That's where I saw my first blooming tree of 2019. So by hearing me today, I want you to pay attention, of course, to the road when you drive. But if you see something catch your eye just beside the roadway, and it turns out to be one of these trees that are just now coming out, if you live in a certain portion of the South that still hasn't had blooming trees yet, put a smile on your face when you see that and make a mark. And remember that as you go through this last couple of weeks of winter and we're turning the page to spring here soon, I hope that we're hopefully going to have a lot of flowering trees and flowers and and everything else soon. And that is why we love the South. I know the South's a beautiful place to be anytime, but boy, when we have those flowering trees and flowers and everything else coming to life in the early spring, isn't, isn't that pretty? Yes, it sure is. So I just thought I would share that with you. Happy early spring to all y'all from all of us here at y'all. We start hashtag hullablue here on this Wednesday edition with a big smile because we've let everything off our chest when it comes to flowering trees and everything else that comes to life here this time of year. We're coming to life with hashtag hullablue because we've got a, we've got something cool coming in. Speaking of beautiful scenes, this comes from L-I-G on life. That is the Twitter account at L-I-G on life. 
and they describe themselves as a digital media technician. And, okay, this is a nature scene here that this digital media technician put out, but it's a great photo. I encourage you to go to the Twitter account, at LIG on Life, to see it for yourself. And they describe it as another southern platter staple hashtag potato salad. And they've got a photo of it out there. Check it out. Good food, potato salad. Yes, we shared a recipe the other day here on the Y'all Show of a recipe for southern potato salad. And go back to our archives. I think that was on Friday of last week when we discussed that. So I guess southern potato salad and potato salad, taking pictures of potato salad must be a new fad here in Dixie. So I appreciate LIG on Life. You're sharing that here on today's Y'all Show. Here's another photographer. Boy, photographers love to get on Twitter and love to talk about the South. Deanne Frias is on Twitter at D-E-A-N-N-F-R-I-A-S. Deanne describes himself as a photographer, a sunset lover, Israel supporter, Christ follower. And here's what Deanne put out on Twitter. You know you're not in the South anymore when you order chicken fried steak and get asked what color gravy you want. Hashtag Southern. Hashtag it's a Southern thing. Hashtag gravy. (laughs) Well, Deanne, I, I don't know exactly what part of Dixie you're in, but look, a lot of places in the South just don't even have chicken fried steak as an option. So I'm trying to think in a lot of our South, when I think of the places that would have chicken fried steak, I, I can only think of Cracker Barrel. If you go to most restaurants, from my experience in Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, the Carolinas, florida it's just not it's not found that often now i'm all ears if if y'all know a place other than maybe your local mom and pop restaurants that have chicken fried steak let us know perhaps denny's has chicken fried steak at all times i don't know if waffle house has chicken fried steak on the menu but i know i think cracker barrel and they they do stuff right at cracker barrel so i'm going to give them a lot of love but perhaps if you're further toward the Red River, you're in Arkansas or Texas, Oklahoma, you'll find chicken fried steak much more common. And I think I went to that place just outside of College Station a couple of years, Sokolov, Texas, I think is the name. And I had the world famous chicken fried steak there, and it was good. I felt like I was having a heart attack when I left the place, <laughs> but it, it's good. So if, if I, I want to have chicken, you know, chicken fried steak, something I don't see how you cannot like it. If you're a diehard Southerner, it's just something that we don't have every day. It's something that McDonald's does not serve. They have the McRib a couple of weeks out of the year, but they don't have chicken fried steak. Hey, McDonald's. Hey, Hardee's. Hey, Burger King. Catch a clue from Deanne. Add that to the menu. But we appreciate you sharing that. What a great photo you've got of it to Deanne Frias on Twitter. Appreciate the chicken fried steak knowledge we're bringing it to you here on the y'all show marva is on twitter at marva smith music m-a-r-v-a smith music and marva says i sing i act i stand up for what i believe in oh i block bots okay that's getting a little technical but she wanted to make sure we were all aware of that marva says black person here Am I the only one in my family who doesn't use hot sauce? Hashtag Southern. Uh, Marva, I'm not black, so I, I can't really answer the question. But you indicate here that you are a black person. 
And she wrote, black person here. Am I the only one in my family who doesn't use hot sauce? I mean, I don't want to stand, sound racist or anything, but uh, you're making it sound like hot sauce and, and black people kind of go together. And maybe it, maybe they do. I, I know what. I'll tell you that in 2000, I was working in Birmingham, Alabama, and I had several black coworkers. And they're the ones that introduced me to putting hot sauce on fried chicken. It had never crossed my mind until they did that at a luncheon one day. And and I had – the chicken was great, but when you added the hot sauce, it, it made it even better. So, Marva, maybe you don't like hot sauce. I will tell you, Marva, and all blacks and whites listening today, that all hot sauces are not created equal. And you, if you really are into hot sauces, you have your favorite or favorites. What's amazing is in Louisiana, which I think is kind of the capital of hot sauces, <laughs> they've got so many small hot sauce companies that it, it, it'll drive you crazy. They all try to outdo each other in marketing, too. And so that's kind of a big deal. I personally, and I get no money for it, but I personally am a Tabasco guy. I just love that taste because it's, at least to me, not too hot. There's some hot sauces out there that are they're just a little too hot, but a lot of you out there love hot, hot sauce. Marva, maybe that's your problem. You haven't found the the more watered-down hot sauces, perhaps like a Tabasco, that isn't so spicy. Now, some of them are a little salty, in my opinion, but I do like, I like that taste of hot sauce on chicken and I guess whatever other meats you can put it on. We were just talking about chicken fried steak. In a, in a previous tweet, it sounds like hot sauce might be good on that. I haven't tried hot sauce exclusively on chicken fingers. I love my honey mustard, and I love my barbecue sauce for chicken fingers. But I bet if I just kind of stripped it down, stripped down the strips, <laughs> and made my life easier, I bet you Tabasco alone would be a good thing for, for me. But I know you got Louisiana hot sauce and all the other ones that are out there. And again, you have your favorite. If you're into sauces, I bet you on the y'all show, I bet you, which we allow betting here on this show, you've got a cabinet somewhere in your home loaded up with sauces that you even hardly ever use, but, but you just have to get them. And one good thing about people that like sauces, hey, there's no shortage of sauces as you travel, or more importantly, when your loved ones travel. And so if they're looking for a nice little happy to bring back to you when they go around the South... They can always bring you a new sauce that you may not have, and that's a pretty cool deal. I know maybe I should declare here on the Y'all Show that I like sauces so people will start bringing me sauces. Because <laughs> right now, I'm not getting anything from my loved ones when they travel. I remember as a kid, they had those t-shirts that said, my grandparents went to Florida and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Y'all remember those t-shirts and they were for all kinds of places, but it was the whole lousy t-shirt thing. It was pretty funny. Well, we need to start giving more sauces around. We need to have our own y'all sauce. If anybody want to help, want to help out with that, we'd love to to market y'all hot sauce. Boy, that would be quite delicious. But Marva, be proud you're black, and uh, be proud that maybe you may not necessarily get into hot sauce. But if you find the right sauce, you'll uh, join all the other members of your family who are big on hot sauce. And that is our hot sauce tidbit of the day. 
Kyle is on Twitter at Kyle Wayne Taylor, an entrepreneur and prepping for law school. Well, Counselor Kyle, here's what Counselor Kyle said. Nobody can tell me that a cast iron skillet doesn't have a soul. Those things are needy. And if you don't treat them right, they'll ruin your life. Hashtag Southern. Cast iron skillets. Did they teach this at your law school, Kyle? Because you are so wise in what you put here on Twitter this week. A cast iron skillet is a must if you're going to be a Southerner. I know it's heavy. I know they're hard to clean, but boy, they make a difference. And frankly, they're they're healthy because they have that iron or something in them when cooking that is actually gives some kind of vitamins when you're eating whatever product you cook in a cast iron skillet. I promise you, and I'm not an employee of Lodge cast iron skillets, but speaking of Lodge, they are based in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. That is about 30 miles northwest of Chattanooga, just off of Interstate 24 between Nashville and Chattanooga, just down from Sewanee in Tennessee. And in Lodge, I would say they're the kings of making cast iron skillets. They help put on each year the National Cornbread Festival. You can go to the website nationalcornbread.com and learn more about the National Cornbread Festival. Now, if you're a Southerner and you love your cornbread, you got to go. That just, just go ahead and plan on being in South Pittsburgh. Not spelled the exact same way as that town in Pennsylvania. South Pittsburgh doesn't have an H in it. It's P-I-T-T-S-B-U-R-G. I think I'm doing it right. I'm, I'm doing it out of my head. And I've traveled through South Pittsburgh more than once, just beside it on I-24. But also, I've come up through US-72, going between Huntsville and Chattanooga. You have to go right through South Pittsburgh. Pretty cool bridge there over the Tennessee River. That's right on the Tennessee between Huntsville and, and Chattanooga. The National Cornbread Festival, make your reservations in South Pittsburgh right now because it will be held April 27th and 28th this year, and it will be the 20th National Cornbread Festival in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Letting you know everything here on the Y'all Show. Speaking of festivals, on Thursday's Y'all Show, we're going to have a special guest join us, Lisa Chandler. She's from Pier 60 Sugar Sand Festival in Clearwater, Clearwater Beach, Florida. She's going to be coming on to tell us about her festival, which comes up in April, maybe even the same weekend as the Cornbread Festival. Now, that would be a terrible decision for y'all to have to make. Do we go to a Cornbread Festival or do we go to Clearwater Beach, Florida and enjoy the surf and the sun? Eh, I think I'm going to go to the Cornbread Festival. She's coming on because Clearwater Beach, Florida was just named once again the number one beach in the entire United States of the USA, America. <laughs> and she's going to come on and tell us why. And that'll be on tomorrow's Festive South feature of our Y'all Show, Talk About the Southeast. How about that? So make plans to go to Clearwater Beach and enjoy the best beach in America right here in Dixie. But also get ready for a little cornbread, too, in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. All right, we got some gifs before we get out of here and Bring on Precious Harris with our Nashville music line in the next segment. And here's a gif I got from my Uncle Bubba. I haven't mentioned him lately here on the Y'all Show, but Uncle Bubba always puts some pretty fun stuff out there. And here's a, a tweet, that a gif rather, that's got an image of one of those roadside signs that you can put on anything you want to. And this sign's got a Confederate flag flying in the background. And the sign says, 
In the U.S., you are free to live as you wish unless you're white, straight, Republican, a gun owner, or Southern. Unfortunately, I do believe this sign has some accuracy attached to it. But Uncle Bubba, thank you for putting that out there. And that one, not so funny, but at least it's making a statement. Again, according to this roadside sign, in the U.S., you're free to live as you wish, dot, 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 unless you're white, straight, Republican, a gun owner, or Southern. And some of those certainly, I feel, have been under attack. And I qualify for a few of those myself. Here's a funny one now. We, we told you that some of these gifs we find are humorous. And I saw this one posted on social media that I just have to share with you. It has kind of the color scheme of Google, that red, orange, yellow, blue combination. And it's hanging on the wall. It's a sign that says, please don't confuse your Google search with my medical degree. <laughs> and you know, I just went to a doctor this week. My son, bless his heart, he's got the type a or type one flu right now and i wish him the best had a fever the other night of 103.5 which i know if you have little ones that temp can go much higher than that but he was pretty miserable and i can't believe that as of this recording in this show today that i don't have the flu because i was with him over the weekend and he was coughing and doing everything else you do when you had the flu and i was very close to him and i at least for now, I've escaped the flu. But if you notice tomorrow that I'm not on the y'all show, you'll know I'm over there <coughs> sneezing and coughing away and having the, the flu virus that I shouldn't get because I had the flu shot. Maybe you did too. But and my son had it too, but it wasn't good enough. And he's got the type one flu going on right now. So wish him well, good old Nolt. Now here's another GIF. Uh, and, and because of that, when I went to the doctor's office with my son, Earlier this week, I looked for this same sign out there on the wall. Please don't confuse your Google search with my medical degree because you know if you're a doctor in today's world, and I'm guilty of this, when I something's wrong with me or my son or whatever, I do a Google search and I find out a little bit more knowledge before I go seek medical help. And I guess some people think that Google's medical advice is going to trump what the doctor who did go get that medical degree has to say. And maybe some doctors need to be trumped by Google, but most of them, they do a great job and, and all that. Here, speaking of medicine and trying to live right here in 2019, my friend Jay had this out on Facebook that I just got to share with you. It's the picture of a double cheeseburger about to be devoured. And uh, the heading on this, my friend wrote, best diet public service announcement ever. And then you see the picture of the burger about to be consumed with the following message. On average... Fast food eaters consume 12 pubic hairs per year. And Jay, you're right. That is one heck of a public service announcement for going on a diet and not eating fast food. Who wants to eat 12 pubic hairs a year? Well, that might happen if this is indeed a true GIF. I don't want to find out if it's true or false. And another GIF coming our way is a little bit of the way things have devolved, I would say, over the course of time. Going back to 1999, it says 1999, quote, don't get a, don't get in a car with strangers. In 2009, don't meet people from the internet alone. In 2019, Uber, order yourself a stranger from the internet and get into a car with alone. <laughs> yeah, things have devolved over the last 20 years for sure. 
And here's our last one for the day. It is the scene from Sound of Music. Is it Julie Garland that's in that movie and she's dancing with the Alps in the background? And it's a real picture from that from that movie. And this image of GIF says above the picture of Judy, this is me, and below Judy, the picture from Sound of Music, this is me not giving a damn about the Oscars. <laughs> now, they supposedly had a higher ratings this year on the Oscars, but I didn't tune in, and I don't know if I missed anything or not. So maybe maybe it was a good night by those who attended in Hollyweird for the Oscars, the Academy Awards of movies and film and everything else. We need to have our Y'all Awards real soon here, y'all. Well, that will wrap up our hashtag hullabaloo here on this Wednesday. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully we had some good times sharing with you what we find on social media around the Southern Sphere. When we come back, Precious Harris is coming at you with a full report from 17th Avenue South. This is the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern accent. When is the perfect time to make something happen for your small business? The answer is always right now. Introducing the Right Now sale from Vistaprint, where you can get 50% off any one item to promote your business and save up to $100. Choose a fresh stack of postcards, a standout banner, or whatever you need most. Why not? It's 50% off, but only until March 3rd. Own the now with the Right Now sale and get 50% off any one item at Vistaprint.com. Use promo code Why Not. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code Why Not. Restrictions apply. See website for details. I just can't stop scratching. Struggling to get relief from itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824, 1-844-777-ITCH, or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. the y'all show wednesday edition wednesdays on the y'all mean precious harris stops by with the nashville music line and we're going to talk about the song and the artist that we hear right now that is a good southerner no no he he ain't from the south he's not even from the southern part of california he's from northern california john party singing that song there his first number one he had out called head over boots big song for him and that album from i think it's called california sunrise went on to be a million seller for that newcomer back in 2015 and he's had much success since that time precious welcome into the y'all show i haven't seen or heard from you since we were in nashville together two weeks ago oh yes i'm yeah i'm glad you sort of took a break <laughs> <laughs> well it's a little crazy we were probably being reported to authorities for spending too much time together there's only only so much is allowed when you and i get together but 
we're now back together, at least on the Y'all Show, and that's where we should be at all times. But we thought you deserved a break. And, Precious, you'll love this. If you remember in the early 90s, Willie Nelson got into a lot of problem with the IRS, and he created the IRS Tapes. Well, we did a good job at the radio seminar, thanks to Precious Harris. We had a lot of interviews we weren't able to squeeze in during the actual seminar, so we have what we call the CRS tapes, and we've been kind of mixing those in as we've gone along through this week, and we'll go into next week. In fact, tomorrow on the Y'all Show, we'll have our interview with John Schneider, Bo Duke, from the Dukes of Hazard. so you don't want to miss that on our CRS tapes Thursday edition. How about that? I love John Schneider. He's so nice. He's got a song out called I Hate Cancer, and uh, I don't know if he co-wrote it or what, but it's just it's getting a lot of attention just because it it's like in your face. You know, people are tired of, you know, losing a lot of people. We've lost country artists. We love country executives, you know, things like that. So and hit writers and stuff. It's, so I'm glad that John, of course, with his celebrity status, he could probably shine a light on anything and it's OK, you know? Yes. But yeah. Well, um, Anyway, but I was going to ask you about John Party. Yeah, the other John, uh, John Party, not John Schneider and John, not John Rawl, John Party. He just had yeah. a big celebration last week for that album we were talking about, California Sunrise. Yes, and uh, I unfortunately didn't get to do to it uh, because it was in San Antonio. <laughs> that's where the celebration was. You mean John but Party didn't was, fly you down there? No, he, he's um, uh, John is young enough to be my grandson, which is crazy. <laughs> But John's co-writer and I have been friends for over 25 years for his mega hit smash, Dirt on My Boots, uh-huh. which is um, uh, Ash, uh, Thomas, I mean, uh, Red Aiken's Thomas Rhett's daddy. Oh. Uh, Ashley Gorley. And, um, and I want to say his producer, but his name slips me. But, yeah, there are uh, a couple of them or, you know, I know that Tom, uh, Red Aiken's is part of the Georgia Peach Pickers, mm-hmm. a southern group of boys from georgia they write really great massive hit songs so anyway but i did interview john and he did say from the time he got to nashville to the time he celebrated his first number one record which was the one that you just mentioned was 10 years so that's where the 10-year town gets its name Uh, that should be a song right there by the way john party produced that album with bart butler not rhett butler from georgia but bart butler yeah and, yes. it, and it reached number one on Billboard's Top 20 Country Albums chart when it debuted back in 2016. And they celebrated the achievement of this becoming a platinum album at the San Antonio Rodeo. Yes, awesome place to celebrate. Yeah, they had a sold-out show with a crowd of over 16,500 in attendance for the celebration of California Sunrise being platinum RIAA certification for this album that was out a few years ago on Capitol Records. And John Party is currently on the road for the 2019 Burning Man Tour with Dirks Bentley. He's also working on five dates in Australia in the month of April. So if going to the San Antonio Rodeo wasn't a good enough thing with nearly 17,000 people in attendance, he's going down under, Precious. I know. Well, you know, he's, he's at that point in his career for it's time to him to expand a little bit. So, you know, and I'm glad he is. I think he's got three number ones under his belt now. But, uh, you know, you've got a platinum, which is in sales and sales of excess of one million is when you get platinum status, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's ready to go on the road. Well, we and wish speaking him. Speaking of another chart topper, um, you know, Luke Combs is coming out and 
making sure that everybody in country music knows that he has got his headset on becoming a superstar. Well, he's doing that. What a great song. Oh, yeah. I, this song he just had that went to number one, Beautiful Crazy. I like the, the sound of it, the medley and all that. But man, Precious, the other day, I guess I was actually bored and paid attention to the lyrics of this song. And what a well-written song Luke Combs and his number one song, Beautiful Crazy, is. Yes, he's got a, a, a like a little secret weapon. His name is, um, uh, he writes, he actually writes in our office, Ray Fulcher. Okay. And he went when they came to town. And But anyway, Ray is, I think he's got six cuts on his record, maybe. Um, so Ray, you know, he writes in the office of some of my other writers. But, you know, he is a prolific songwriter and is really the one that's actually been this, the momentum behind Luke's career as a songwriter and their best friends. So it's always a good time when you get to write, you know, a song with your best friend that turns out with 10 million streams. Hmm. And also is still uh, at the number one position on billboard this week for the hot country songs mm-hmm. and country airplane, country digital sales charts. So he, you know, he is nowhere, nowhere slowing down. And this is just his, what second year is a uh, third year is just coming out and really getting his feet and the water and touring. And I've got uh, two of my uh, clients, I call them my kids in Nashville, Bailey Callahan and Justin Dukes. They've got to open up for him on uh, Bailey did in Florida and uh, Justin did in Georgia. And I think Justin's going to be opening up for him again this summer. So, you know, uh, he does allow the local acts to be a part of his show, which I think is wonderful. So that's pretty cool for those that to be happening. Yeah. Good old North Carolina boy, Luke Combs atop the chart. With, again, a great song. Listen to it like I did. Pay attention to the lyrics. Beautiful Crazy on top of the chart right now. Now, if you look at the latest chart, some other hit makers have some songs up there. Dan and Shay, they're there on top with, I think it's called Speechless, and now Tequila, and also Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey is number four on the latest streaming chart from Billboard. So good songs there, getting plenty, plenty of t- attention. In fact, this Tennessee Whiskey, which was originally a hit for George Jones, this song's been out there a long time, Precious. Oh, yeah, it's been out. I think it was come out, what, four years ago, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. It's it, it's a bit, you know, very much. Um, and, of course, you know, Kane Brown, you know, has made history. He was, like, number one on all across the charts. And uh, I think he's on – He's on tour with Jason Aldean, I think. He's yeah. doing some dates with Jason Aldean. I think he's got a date in Kentucky later on in a couple of three months because uh, my little nephew just loves Jason Aldean. He was going through there mentioning everybody that was opening up for him. But, you know, Dan and Shay, I remember when they first came on the scene, you know, uh, they were up to get some stiff competition and things like that. But they have really held their own and, and moved forward. And, you know, once again, they got Chris Stefano hit writer writing with them that wrote uh tequila with them and um you know he just celebrated number one with um morgan evans as a, as a songwriter he had carrie underwood's uh, number one song um that we went to over at the settler but yeah he's very much i think he's up to 19 number ones now if i'm not mistaken hmm. chris as a songwriter so uh you know dan and shay they they've really got a good group of people around them yeah well let's talk about album sales real quick florida georgia line is atop the country albums chart right now with their latest project can't say i ain't country i love the sound of that and that <laughs> sold fifty thousand units in total consumption in its debut week so good job there by the boys of florida georgia line 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've got a Southern boy that had some success recently, like on Monday night. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you've, been, you've been teasing this, so now is your chance to promote right now. Precious, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you, because this, you know, like I said, I met this kid five years ago, and I've had him under my angel wing, <laughs> um, watching out for him, you know, and advising him and guiding him and you know, I don't ever do contracts. I'm just one of those mentors who believes in uh, just taking care of the kids, you know, as it comes. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, but I've been working with him for about four or five years and he moved back to Louisiana. And, we, you know, when he comes to Nashville, he stays with me and I still mentor him. And he ended up making it through The Voice. Ah. And he's the first one out Monday night on the stage, Dyke Rigdon. From Singer, Louisiana, and he sang uh, uh, Adobe Grace, uh, Give Me the Beach Bow and Free My Soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll. And uh, But he started singing it, and of course, Blake turned around, but as he turned around, he hit the block button because he knew that John Legend was going to do it. But everybody's talking about his dad crying, and because you know, it was just so sentimental. And since, you know, his dad raised the four boys since they were a little bitty. I mean, he was been a single father for, you know, almost 30 years. And, uh, but I'll, but it's so sweet. Cause when he met me last year, when guy was in the finals for the Nash next, he told me, he said, I just want you to know, I appreciate you. And you're the closest thing that guys ever had to a mother. And then he started crying. So when I seen him cry on Monday night, it's so heartfelt because he is just, he loves his kids more than any father you could ever imagine. And I'm just so happy to see a kid so well-deserving who's worked his butt off. He didn't sit back and wait for it to come. He literally has worked on his career every day since I met him in five, five years ago. But it's so funny. He was laughing because I told him I used to pray for him to wait <laughs> to not do a CD because I, I wanted him to find who he was as a stylist. Mm -hmm. I knew he was talented. I knew that he was going to be a star. I just needed him to be his own star. And he said, yeah, I came to town and you told me that you know, I don't, I told you I wanted to be the next Jason Aldean. You said, but I don't want you to be the next Jason Aldean. I want you to be the first guy Rigdon. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, so pretty successful. And uh, like I said, if you get a chance, check it out. It's on YouTube, the performance, Dad and All, the block of John Legend by Blake. And um, very proud of my kid, Guy Rigdon from Singer, Louisiana. And on Twitter, he is Guy Rigdon at G-Y-T-H-R-I-G-D-O-N. He is the first guys that i've ever heard of so he's got something going for him there there's garth and then there's guy he's up to five hundred thousand views on his video so far so i'm pretty happy about that stay tuned everybody we will have more with precious when we come back including the sad news of ronnie Millsap's son being found dead earlier this week we'll ask precious what she knows about todd Millsap's death but as we leave you we've got a trivia question name the artist whose song tequila makes her clothes fall off it was officially certified gold on this date back in 2006. Who is that singer? We've got the answer coming right up. Endless scratching. The itch from my eczema is unbearable. 
Are you struggling to get relief from chronic itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the severe itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care and medication at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824 or 1-844-777-ITCH. Or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. When is the perfect time to make something happen for your small business? The answer is always right now. Introducing the Right Now Sale from Vistaprint, where you can get 50% off any one item to promote your business and save up to $100. Choose a fresh stack of postcards, a standout banner, or whatever you need most. Why not? It's 50% off, but only until March 3rd. Own the now with the Right Now Sale and get 50% off any one item at vistaprint.com. Use promo code Why Not. That's vistaprint.com, promo code Why Not. Restrictions apply. See website for details. She said, I'm going out with my girlfriends. Margarita's at the Holiday Inn. Oh, have mercy. My only thought was tequila makes her clothes fall off. I told her, put an extra layer on. I know what happens when she drinks Patron. Closet's missing half the things she bought Yeah, tequila makes her clothes fall off It's the final segment of this Wednesday, y'all And what an awesome song by that artist that we're going to tell you in just a second. This is the Y'all Show, talk with a southern accent. We've got Precious Harris. She is the author of College of of Songology. Go to the website collegeofsongology.com to learn about the music biz and songwriter royalties and so much more. Precious, we're glad to have you back here in this final segment of the show. The answer to our trivia question that we asked before going to our break. Name the answer, name the artist whose song Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off, which was officially certified gold on this date back in 2006. Precious Harris, the answer that would be? Uh, Joe Nichols, and it was written by one of my friends. Oh, well, you got a million friends, so which one was it this time? <laughs> Gary Hanna. He's from uh, South Africa. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, he's he and I've been friends for years. Sweet, sweet person. He always made fun of my accent from Kentucky. Yeah, he's got a wonderful South African accent, though. Well, he wrote that with a guy from North Carolina, John Wiggins, who was part of the country duo John and Audrey Wiggins back in the early 1990s. They were on Mercury Records at the time. And that song went to number one on the Billboard Hot Country charts back in 2006. I remember when it came out at that time, Joe Nichols had had a string of love songs and ballads. And here comes a song called Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off. And it probably became his biggest song. And I just love the idea. It didn't take probably a whole lot of brain cells to write that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it may have been a brain cells that was occupied with a little alcohol when it was written. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes in a career where you got all those sappy love songs and stuff, you just need a good song about getting drunk and taking your clothes off. And Joe Nichols rode that one to the top, and it sold a bunch of records. Hey, Precious, a guy who had a whole slew of country songs, Ronnie Millsap, some sad news in the Ronnie Millsap world this week. His his son, 49-year-old Todd, was found dead over the weekend in Antioch, Tennessee. What do you know about the details on this sad passing of Todd Millsap? Well, I knew that, you know, he had, you know, he, he loved the water and he was living on the houseboat and his son 
had not heard from him in a couple of days. So he went out to check on him, and they have not released a uh, cause of death yet. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure that um, that it was devastating to his son, from what I'm understanding. This this is not Ronnie, but but Todd Millsap had his own son. This would be Ronnie's yes. Ronnie's grandson found his own um, father dead uh, there at the boat on. Yes. I guess Percy Priest. Does that make sense? Yes, it's a beautiful lake, uh, uh, lakefront, um, lakefront like dock. Mm-hmm. They have a whole bunch of houseboats there, and people just love going out there, hanging out on the weekends. A lot of people live there because it's just so tranquil and positive. And he had, you know, and he was he was a very big part of Ronnie's career, from tour managing to making sure the merchandise was done, to lighting. I mean, overseeing his entire show and tour. And um, on Ronnie's latest duet album, actually. Uh, I have a client, a former client, that her mom and dad actually is best friends with my mother and dad. And her name was Jesse Key, and she was on the duet album uh, with Ronnie. And he just had a bunch of stuff going on, great stuff happening. And then you know this devastating thing with his son Todd, and it's his only son, yeah. Uh, from what I'm understanding, and it just so sad because if you ever meet Ronnie, he will remember your voice. I'm just telling you. Yeah. And uh, but it's just sad. But hopefully they will find out exactly what the cause of death was and you know uh but like i said no one he always calls and check you know and calls everyone and nobody was hearing from him so they went out to check i mean unfortunately the that's what they found yeah sad news there we wish all the best for ronnie Millsap, a true country music legend here's a guy that's a little younger than ronnie Millsap, but precious when we were together the other week in nashville i had a chance to go see the unveiling of granny rich reserve whiskey from john rich's bar on lower broadway in nashville rich's redneck riviera and i mentioned a little bit about it two weeks ago on the y'all show when i went there and his grandmother celebrated her 87th birthday that night two weeks ago and her, her grandson decided to celebrate by releasing his own line of whiskey in her honor granny rich reserve yes and her super close to his grandmother. She made, she's been making all of his stage clothes since he started in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. So they, she is. He calls her his own personal stylist. She's very, very much, uh, um, very much, very close to his granny. And so that's one reason why I made it in her honor. And it's pretty cool, you know. It's like, you know, who was it? The the cartoon that the granny had the. Uh, the the bootleg stuff with the triple x's on it you know for walking white lightning watch out yeah uh, but uh yeah he also had a uh he also had you know uh his partner um a big big kenny there with him but they've got they're fixing to go on a tour together they've got their date set up they're going to finish it up he's got and let me tell you he is the best promoting marketing spokesperson when he was on the news the other night on one of the news, the entertainment news broadcast on uh, Access Television, yeah, he he mentioned everything he needed to mention in that two sentences that he said. So you know, but I'm anxious. To see, I wish I was a whiskey connoisseur, but I'm not. I love whiskey music. You know, stuff. <laughs> You're more into the moonshine, music. right? Yeah, I guess. Been from Kentucky, you know, you gotta <laughs> do that, but. Uh, no, like I said, if I was a whiskey person, I would definitely have to try that. Yeah. Well, John, his his grandmother did join him on stage at our 87th birthday party. They fired up a cigarette for her. Evidently, she still smokes 
at 87 years yeah. old. John bragged about his grandfather, this lady's husband, who they were married for decades. And his grandfather was from Glasgow, Kentucky. I don't know if you knew that or not. But, yeah, I knew he was somehow kin to Kentucky. Yeah, they, he was from Glasgow, Kentucky, and was a tunnel rat during World War II. He would literally go in the tunnels and kill Japanese soldiers and came out of that war and had a long life with John Rich's grandmother. But John was very open about that. In fact, one thing he was open about that I had never heard mentioned, at least from him, Precious, John Rich admitted on stage that he was fired from being a member of Lone Star back in the 1990s. And I'd never heard it put quite that way. Yeah, he, uh, you know, at the beginning, you know, when you first, things are going down. But I remember, actually, they used to have a storage when they were Lone Star. Before they were Lone Star, they were Texas C. Mm-hmm. It was my first job, and I had been inter- interning, interning at BNA Records and Arista. And Alan Jackson was up for New Horizon of the Year. Uh, they had a brand new new duo coming up called Brooks and Dunn. This was in 1991, I think. A Restless Heart had ended up winning Best New Vocal Group, and they come in the limousine to the party. But uh, the uh, actually, the next year, Alan was nominated. But the first year, Arista was there. Alan Jackson was there by himself, and because Denise was pregnant and uh, wasn't feeling good and couldn't go to the party. But uh, that the next year, I got to go as an official member instead of, cause they didn't have a real party. It was like in the alley cause they had just yeah. opened their office. But the next year they had some money coming in. They had the spring Hill golf, big, big fancy, fancy place across from Opryland. And I had to go get my dress out of storage cause I lived in like a 600 square foot apartment. And so I went over there and I'm thinking, whose drum set is in front of my storage. And I said, hello. And they said, here we come. And they were kicking out the drummer at the time, and I can't remember his name, but they were hiring Keach Rainwater. But because they just they were very clean cut, didn't want anybody that was doing drugs or partying because these they were so serious with Texas C, we're going to get a deal. And uh, so John crawled over my boxes to get my dress out of the box. Really? And he almost ripped his skin tight jeans. <laughs> and he said, if I rip my jeans, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and he didn't even know me. And I was cracking up laughing. I met him that night. And so I, he said, how do you know where it's at? I said, I promise. It's the fourth hanger over. So he's in the very back of like 20 boxes. And he pulls up the dress. And I'm only five foot tall. And I'm even, I was skinny, like 100 pounds soaking wet back then, which I'm not now, by the way. But he pulled up the dress. He goes, that's not a dress. That's a piece of material hanging on a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought it back and I wore it to the awards and of course the next year they changed their name to lone star was nominated for new group of the year and everything so the rest is history so yeah i've known those guys since 1991 yeah well john rich got the new whiskey out granny rich reserve check it out if you're into that kind of thing before we leave you want to say a happy birthday to all you johnny cash fans the man in black would have turned 87 years old today born on this wow. day in 1932 jason aldean's got a birthday late uh, let's see thursday he's got a birthday and he'll turn thir- 42 rather jason aldean and on over the weekend birthdays coming up for Sweethearts of the Rodeo member Janice Oliver and Ty Herndon, who had the number one What Mattered Most, those celebrating birthdays this weekend. Well, Precious, that will conclude our Nashville Music Line from you. Again, everybody go to the website collegeofsongology.com to learn all about the music biz from our own Precious Harris. Thank you, ma'am.
see you. Thank you too. And I will see you next week. All right. We'll see you and hear you next week. Well, that will conclude our y'all show today. Want to remind you that on Thursdays, y'all will visit Clearwater Beach, Florida. We'll have a special guest from that area. Lisa Chandler stop by and tell us about how that town was named the number one beach in all of America. Plus we've got our CRS tapes part three or four. I've already lost count. But we'll be featuring an interview with John Schneider of the Dukes of Hazard and country music hitmaker. All of that on the Thursday, y'all, with John Rawl. It's talk, and it's all about the South. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.